Hey, what's going on, guys? David Avalon here with Robert Drysdale. We're in a special episode here of Breaking the Guard where we're going to be going over the brackets for the ADCC 2019 World Championships. We're going to just focus on day one action, all right, which is two matches for the, the men, one match for the women. And uh, let's not waste any time. Robert, we're at the men's 66 kilo division. This division we have had, um, it's been dominated by the number of people in the past. I think that Hoyler was really dominant for a minute, and then Leo was the guy, and then Rafael Mendes was the guy, and then Cobrian was dominated, and now it's kind of like open. Like, who's going to be the next reigning champion for the 66-kilo division? Look, a lot of big names. Uh, I'm excited to see a lot of the young, uh, young and up-and-coming grapplers. But uh, let's start with the name Paulo Miao. He's at the top of the bracket there yeah. against Kenta Iwaoto. I'm guessing he's from wow, Japan. That's good pronunciation. Uh, I don't know about that. Like someone <laughs> speaks Japanese, probably correcting me right now. But you know, I'm gonna go with Paulo just because it's Paulo Miao. Yeah. Although, I'll be frank with you, like I don't think that their style is a great style for Nogi because it's very difficult to finish sweeps unless you got something to hold on to. Yes. Right. Especially that open guard kind of style. So I think that a lot of guard players are a little hurt in a Nogi game, especially in ADCC where you don't. It's you have to practically pin the guy to score the point. Getting Correct. the turtle is not enough. Right. So, but I'm gonna go with Paul on that first fight. Yeah, I would go. I would agree with you, and yeah. I do share that assessment. I don't like. I don't think Paul is gonna go all the way through, but he's yeah. definitely getting by that first one. And that brings us to our second matchup on the top left side of the bracket, which is Jamil Hill versus Nikki Ryan. Well, that's gonna be. It's interesting because they're both American. They're both up and coming, right? They're both very young. Yeah. Um, I think Jamil has the experience on Nikki. Uh, I'm always been very impressed with like Lloyd Irvin's camp. Yeah, you know, like he is. I probably consider him the best American coach in the sport. You know, I think that's fair to say. Like he's put out a lot of good guys. Jamil is, you know, someone that was, you know, bred inside Lloyd Irvin camp yep. and very dominant. I haven't seen him in nogi much. That's you know, Nikki specializes yeah. in nogi, so there's that. Um, I'm leaning with towards Jamil because of the experience. But the Nogi, his lack of experience, Nogi, I'm assuming, I haven't seen him much Nogi, I could be wrong, you know, does give Nikki an edge because that's all he does, right? So, I don't know, Dave. Yeah, that's where I'm at too because I haven't, I haven't seen a match with Jamil doing Nogi. I've, I've seen him doing great with yeah. the Gi. So, and then we have Nikki who's all Nogi. So, I'm kind of, I, I want Jamil to win, but I think Nikki's got the edge here. So, I'm going to go with Nikki on this okay. one. Okay. I get. It's, it's, <laughs> I love it's, the Team Lloyd Irvin guys, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think practically, I think Nikki uh, will probably have the edge in this. So I'll, I'll put him down, and then take well, us to our next match now, which is Augusto Mendes with Keith Krikorian. Um, I think I'm, Augusto Mendes is my favorite in the whole bracket. I'll be I'll be upfront with you. You know, I think Augusto Mendes like deserves an ADCC title. He's been one of my favorite guys for a long time. He's got a very unusual game for a lightweight because normally the guys in this division want to be on bottom. Very few guys in this division want to be on top. And Augusto does play guard. You just don't see him there very often because he accepts being on top, right? But he's got a very wrestling-oriented game, which in ADCC we know is yes. a huge factor. So I see Augusto having an edge over everyone in this bracket, in my personal opinion. I think he's the favorite to win the whole thing. Uh, but, you know, Keith is, he's a young kid too, up and coming. You know, I, I've seen, I know i know of him because he grappled Max yeah. at a tournament in Portland a while ago. And, you know, I, I thought Max was going to win the whole thing. But it was, <laughs> this kid beat Max, so I know he's he's definitely up there. Um, thoughts? Yeah, uh, I think Tankinho is also the, the favorite here. Yeah. So I think he's going to win this one. He's unsweepable. 
yeah. in that division, I don't see anyone sweeping that kid ever. And he also has the experience. I think this yeah. is Keith's first go at ACC. And yeah. again, coming from a no time limits rules where he yeah. competes a lot in, this is going to be a big shift. And you're going against a vet who's very well skilled. And, and the, the other thing, too, is the like, guy I was going to say, Augusto Mendes' experience is like, I think he's probably the most experienced guy in the whole bracket. Like, I'm looking at the bracket. Yes. Now, him and Frazato are the most experienced yeah, ones. Yeah, Frazato would be next. Um, and then we got Gio Martinez and Mateus Gabriel. Now, this is an interesting matchup to me, and I think we're going to agree on this because Gio is very um, submission-only oriented, very no-gi. Mateus Gabriel is strictly gi. I've never seen him no-gi. I could be wrong. Maybe he's exceptional. I've just never seen it, like very much like Jamil. But Mateus Gabriel really impressed me in the featherweight division of the World Championship this year. Like, I, I had never heard of him. And he walked in, he was beating guys that on paper he's not supposed to beat. And he was beating them, mm. right? So he's on fire right now. I think it's an interesting matchup. It's hard, it's hard, I have a hard time picking the favorite because Matils was, was, had an exceptional performance at the Worlds. But Gio does have more, at least, no-gi experience, right? Yeah, and I, I believe this is his second go at AECC. I'm going to go with Gio. I don't know much about Mateus either. Yeah. So that's a, not a knock on him. I just don't know yeah. about him. But I know Gio, and uh, he's a very dangerous competitor, too. Yeah. Very good submission, so it'll be interesting to see. He's probably the best guy out of 10th planet, I think, I technically. would agree. I would agree. And yeah. now we are on the top right side of the bracket with Pablo Mantovan. And Thomas Halpin. Yes. I hope I didn't butcher. Butcher is like last name. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go with Pablo on this one, Dave. More experienced, very successful, IBJJF competitor. And even though a lot of these guys, the IBJF circuit has always been more gi oriented, even though there's that, there's also a factor that these guys, by the time they get to ADCC, they have well over 100 competitions under their belt. Yeah. Like a guy like Pablo probably has like four or 500 matches in his, in his life, right? right. So it, that, that experience counts. Like you're in that competition circuit where you're every weekend competing to score, you know, like the IBJF Opens. And in Brazil, they don't have IBJF Opens all the time, but they have tournaments going on every weekend. So this guy has a lot of experience. I don't know about Thomas. I don't know where he's going to be as far as, you know, his matchup stylistically against Pablo. But I know Pablo is very experienced. Okay. Well, I unfortunately, I don't know much about either of them. I know Thomas, I believe, is coming from Ireland. I think he was a European uh, trials champ. I could be wrong there. But like you said, even in that part of the world, they yeah. don't have as much competition, yeah. you know. So Pablo definitely doesn't have the experience there. And then next up, we have Bruno Frazado versus Ty Rotula. And then this is another experience. It, it, it <laughs> is, match. and it's interesting. I just know Pablo, Bruno, and Ty are all from Atos. And it's interesting to me to put everyone, like, we're going to, you guys are all cancel each other out in the first, second round. Yeah, they had said that in the rules meeting. Yeah. That there was, uh, particularly with this division, there, there was a lot of people in the same camp, and they're going to take them out within the first two rounds. So there's they, no people who are bowing out in the finals. So they did that. And I'm going to go with Frazato with the experience. But again, you get these these young kids. man. They got, they're so hungry. And they, got, they got everything to prove. So there's that element of like, I don't care. I'm just going to go out there. And it's almost like reckless, but it works in their favor. Because they right. can take so like Bruno's got to be more like, it's almost like he's got an obligation to win. Yeah, but totally right? he's, a, he's a last minute replacement. He doesn't yeah. really have anything to lose here. He's got everything to win. You know, yeah. So it's a good shot for him. But yeah, I think Frazato will take that one. And moving forward, we got Johnny Grippo. I think he's one of the favorites to win the whole thing. I think that's fair to say. Mm -hmm. Richard Alarcorn. I don't know Alarcorn. I don't. I don't know him. Too. I don't. I've yeah. never heard of him. But doesn't say much in ADCC. Man, we had one of our guys from Nashville, Tennessee. Alex. He beat Johnny Grippo at the Pan Am's Nogi just like a couple weeks ago. You know, and he's up and coming guy. Same thing. So you never know, right? Yeah. I think Johnny is an open guard player, and like Paulo Miao, that style is is hurt when it comes to Nogi. 
I think that the guys with that style don't because they lack. It's it's so hard to hold someone down from a sweep, especially to see where you, it's got to be guard or half guard or side yes. control, you know. And it's so guys scramble so well and they're so athletic. I think that that style is on its way out when it comes to ADCC. I think we're gonna see less and less of it in the future, and the guys gonna be dominating. Guys are more of a top player, like wrestling oriented, right? But Gianni is certainly more experienced, um, and I still put him in one of the favorites in the whole division. Yeah, I agree. I think Gianni will, will take this. Like I said, I don't know much about Richard either. Right. And again, not a knock on him. Sorry, just don't, I haven't seen yeah. you compete much. So I'll go with Gianni there. And that brings us to our final match, which is uh, Kennedy Maciel and uh, Juan Alderenga. I know the name Juan. I'm trying to remember where I know him from, but I've seen him compete before. I think Kennedy, I think there's a lot of pressure on Kennedy because he's covering his son. And they're like, oh, is he going to take the crown? You know, he belonged to his father. It's going to be his now. I think that this, the experience is, is not quite there, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got an edge on Juan. You know, I yeah. don't know much of, of, about Juan. But um, I'd be compared to the rest of the guys in the bracket. Like, I don't see Kennedy being a favorite, to be honest. But I think he's, he's you know, he could potentially, you never know. You know, I think this this side of the bracket is a little more balanced. Or on this side, I just can't see anyone beating Augusto Mendes, to be honest. But you never know. Yeah, so we went through first rounds. So then second rounds on the top left, we have Meow. And we were kind of split. You, I think you had Jamal. You had Nikki. And I had Nikki. So then uh, the winner of that next match. It's a tough one, man. Yeah, because I, I, I think Meow is going to have the edge experience edge over both but it's it's his it's that that open guard style is a rough one adcc man like those guys don't do you know you guess he can get up but paulo meow is his guard is unpassable he cannot pass his guard and but you know it's it's hard to finish sweeps so it might go overtime and overtime it comes down to the wrestling and i think jamil would have that advantage over paulo meow but you have nikki on that one you cannot footlock Paulo Mial, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, it's just yeah. not going to happen. I mean, pictures. you can you can try. <laughs> you I mean, you can you know burn your energy trying, but like it's it's I think it's up in the air. You know, it's hard to say. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a tricky one for exactly the reasons you outlined. Yeah. I'm not sure who would win that. I'm just still going to lean towards either if it's Jamal or Nikki. I'll lean towards either one. I don't know if yeah. because I'm just going for the American. Yeah, or... <laughs> could be man. But, but like it, it, honestly, it's just I, it, yeah. Paulo's game. It's it's a difficult game, difficult. It's it's it doesn't translate as well. You know you know yeah. so. And then moving forward, we have Augusto Mendes and no Gio Martinez yeah. is kind of up in the air as well. I personally think Augusto will beat them both yes. just because you know he's not someone you can take down or sweep very easily. You know, and he's got really good wrestling. Very strong. I've, I've trained with him. His name is Tunkeen, which yeah. means a little tank. He yeah. does feel like a little tank on top. It's crazy how heavy he feels considering his weight. Yeah. Because he's in the 66 kilo division, but he feels like someone in our weight class or my weight class. Absolutely. I'm heavier than you these days. <laughs> our weight class. I can't yeah. stop. Our weight class. Right? I used to be our. We used to be in the same weight class. <laughs> all, right. all right. And now we go to the other side of the I blame men and out. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, I, yeah, it's right by my house. All right. So we got. Uh, so we got then either Jamal or Nikki in the top left. And then we have Augusto. Augusto Mendes, yes. On right the bottom after. left. And, and then on the top right, I think Frazado is. Well, Pablo and Frazado. I'm going to go with Frazado on that one. Yeah. And uh, and the bottom one is in between Johnny and Kennedy. Hard yeah. to say. 
I would think Gianni again, just the experience. Like, but you never know. But like, yeah. I'll, I'll go with the experience edge there. You agree? I think Gianni's definitely yeah. more experienced. Yes. So probably a little edge over Kennedy there. Okay. So that wraps up the 66 kilo. We'll move now to the next division, which I think is probably going to be the most this exciting, is exciting because it's a very dynamic. Um, Oh, man. I'm actually really excited about the heavyweights. I've never been so excited about the, the heavyweights. heavyweights. We're going to get there. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. the heavyweights is great. Yeah. But uh, this is this, this tends to be more dynamic, right? So we have JT Torres opening the bracket with Ross Nichols. JT. And yeah. we agree. Okay. John Combs and DJ Jackson. Yeah. I know I like DJ to death. I'm just going to go with John Combs oh, because okay. I, I think that he's, dude, have you seen his match with Cyborg in the Nogi Worlds? Um, yeah. It's, he's, I, I put him with the top five American grapplers. Like he's like uh, at least the up and coming generation. Like he's up there, man. Well, he's, they actually competed each other against yeah, each other before. Yeah. DJ submitted him with the Squeezel Diesel. Really, a guillotine variation. Okay, okay. So, so DJ has you know he's one and zero at least one and zero. Right, at least one and zero. I know of. Okay, yeah. so, all right. So John is probably winning revenge against DJ. So me and Dave are split on that one. It could go either way. Like I, I could see DJ. Could totally see DJ beating him. Um, I just like John, man. I always like that kid. He's been a very, very humble kid. I've known him for a long time, and um, yeah, I really root for him. Moving forward, we have Gary Tonin and Mateusz Gamrot. Mm -hmm. I know Mateusz. I was just training with him in Poland. Yeah, he's a very skilled MMA fighter. Uh, he's doing ADCC just because he's an overall badass. Like yeah. he's one of those guys, right? Just to get some more rounds. Uh, you yeah. can have him play golf, and he'd probably do well. You know, he's just one of those guys. But he's up against Gary Tonin, uh, one of the favorites for the division. I'd say. I think that he is definitely. You know, I mean, Gary is a favorite for this fight, but Mate I've trained with Matils. He's, he, he, he can impress us about anyone. Yeah. He's surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he outdid Gary. It wouldn't be wouldn't blow my mind. I wouldn't consider it an upset. Right. But I think it's... The you know, odds are favoring. The odds are certainly in Gary's favor. Yeah, I would agree. And then moving on, we have Hinato Canuto with Oliver Taza. I think... Um, I'm going to go with Hinato just because we train with him and he's just yeah. very, he's very... He's a very intelligent competitor. Yeah. Yeah, he knows. He's he like, rises to the occasion. Yes, and, he uh, competes well, no doubt. Yeah, and I think he will overcome Oliver. I, he's also good at not getting uh, in trouble with his legs, you know, because there's a lot he's of... He's a very wiry, yeah. kind of like, you know, like wet noodle kind of guy. And he's very hard to get a hold of because he's so relaxed when he moves. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's... and. That's the one domain where Oliver would have an advantage over Canuto, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but I think everywhere else, Canuto, generally speaking, is more well-rounded. For sure. Um, moving forward, Lucas Lepre. I, I put it, Lucas Lepre next to JT Torres is a two favorite for these this division. Then I just saw Edwin down there, too. There's, yeah, no, there's a lot. Stack, yeah. man. <laughs> it's a lot of it's gonna guys be fun. There. But Lucas Lepre and Lachlan Giles, I've known Lachlan for a long time. I'm... I just don't see him beating Lucas. It could happen. You never know, man. Like I know he's been he's improved a lot over the last few years, but like Lucas on top, he's like the the the, the Augusto Mendes of that the I seventy seven kilo. He's just like so tight when he's on top, man. I have never had the opportunity to train with him, but people rave about his passing game. You know, like so this pressure is surreal. So I don't know. Can Lachlan get him underneath him and tack you know tack his legs? Clearly. Lucas Lepre is aware of it. It's not going to be surprised when he walks in there. Yeah, you know? I know uh, Giles has been working on his wrestling a lot too yeah. in anticipation because he felt that's what cost him the last ADCC. Yeah. So he might be able to, but then again, you know, you, yeah, it's, I saw that match. I'm like, damn, that's a tough matchup. Yeah. And for both, you know, it's not an easy first rounder. So. Um, then Dante Leo and Jonathan Satava, same thing, up and coming Americans. Yeah. Thoughts? 
I'm not too. I, I know Dante. I don't know Satava too well. So I've I, been following yeah. Satava since he was a purple belt. I I think they're equally matched. I think it could go either way. But uh, you know, Dante really impressed me the last Nogi Worlds. So I think it's a close one, man. Yeah, I go either way. All right, and then we got Vagna Rocha and Servio Tulio, and uh, Rocha is a veteran. I think he took a bronze in 2017. In, very good back attacks and kind of like what we talked about, yeah. you know, where you have a style that favors attacking the back and yeah. finishing there. And he's got his infamous mother yeah, choke that yeah, he's yeah, with yeah. people. I think he's obviously one of the guys who can make a running for this. Uh, I think division. he's one of the favorites too. Yeah. He's up there. I mean, but Servio's no joke. He won the Brazilian trials. Super competitive. Uh, she's uh, Felipe Pena's main training partner in Brazil, so you know they prepared. You know he's got solid training partners. Go either way, man. I, I serve you as legit. I know serve. I've been following him for a long time. He's legit. He's up there. And then finally, we have Edwin Nanji and, and Celso, Celso Vinicius. Vinicius. Edwin fan favorite. Very articulate. Very just an overall badass. Good everywhere. Celso Vinicius got the best deep half guard in the business, if you ask me. But he's from my generation, man. The fact that he's still competing here is like, you know, kudos to Celso Vinicius because we won the world's gi the same year, 2005. Oh, wow. We're in 2019, man. This guy's still out there. So, yeah, I I do give Edwin the edge here just because it's the youth and he's a very, he's just one of those guys that he's dangerous everywhere. Like, there's no place where Edwin is like, oh, he's going to be easier to beat here. I can't think of a position where Edwin is going to be easy to beat. So, he's another one. He's another favorite in the bracket, no doubt. Okay. And then if we sum up then to who's going to get to the semifinals. So, on the top left, we said JT Torres. And then we were we were between John Combs and DJ Jackson. You had John, yeah. I had DJ, and uh, I, I'd still have to say JT is the favorite to get into the semis. I think I mean between, I think yeah, I think JT is no out of the semis. Yeah, for sure, JT. Yeah. And then underneath, I'm already looking at the final. I'm like way ahead of you. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with JT as well. It's gonna go Gary Tonin and Canuto most oh, likely. We're moving too many days. Uh, we're gonna save that one for the next one. Yeah, we'll go semis. JT over John Combs or DJ. Or I'm DJ. gonna go with JT, and then underneath it, Tonin and Canuto. I'm gonna go with Canuto's beating them before. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go with Canuto, man. Not by much. It could go either way, but I'm gonna go with Canuto. Yeah, I think Canuto yeah. as well. I think he's he's just a little smarter in the way that he's gonna go for Especially the win. Especially in, yeah. in in you know in a point system that is not Gary's strong suit. You know? Yeah, because so. I know Gary likes to have fun out there, and he he'll go for crazy stuff. Like he had a funny match with Wagner where he's like doing the little cartwheels yeah. and dancing around. Maybe not taking uh, it as seriously, but you know? uh, so I think Renato is not going to play around. No, I'm going to go with, but like you know, it, not by much, man. It's like a this is one of those fifty-one forty-nine kind of deals, right, you know. Right. And then on the top right, we said uh, Lucas, and then either Dante or Jonathan Satava. Uh, yeah, and I think Lucas will think probably Lucas, come man. out on top, I, regardless. Yeah, I agree. And then on the bottom. That's the interesting we, magic because I think we were, we would think uh, Wagner and Edwin would be in the quarters, and then, but Servio is no joke, man. So yeah. it could go either way up top. I, I think Wagner is the favorite, yeah. just out of experience, but Servio is very good. Um, but I think Edwin goes to the semis. I see Edwin making it to the semis. I think just just overall, just more articulate. But like in between him and Wagner, tough one, man. Like it can go either way. Yeah, it, it's you know. definitely a tough match between them. It would be an interesting one to see. Because yeah. I know Wagner, is, he's also another guy who's a very smart like uh, tactician. He's not going to take any chances. Whereas uh, Edwin is known for being more aggressive yeah. and, and being uh, more. Cautious. It's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So. He's a finisher, no doubt. 
I'm going to lean towards Wagner on this one. Okay. All right. And now we move to the 88 kilo division. And this is one, like we said before, it's wide open because there's no defending champion here. There's no even a I'm not even a medalist. Four. I don't think there's not even a whole medalist in the whole there's division. There's no medal. Oh, Craig was number four. He took fourth. But then medal, didn't technically. Medal technically. Yes. Yeah, so it's still, but like it's, it is the division that is up to grabs, no doubt. Yeah. You know, because that's the one that Gordon Ryan won last year, Correct. right? He could yeah. be the 88 kilo division. Yeah, I and Keenan, but then Keenan unfortunately yes. got taken out. So, um, so I'm going to go with Craig on the, against Ben Dyson. Yeah. I, um, I agree with that one. And Mason Fowler, Valdir Araujo. I know Vadir comes from uh, Cyborg's camp. He goes to BB Monster. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, yes, he's a yeah. really tough wrestling based yes. style. I don't know. I think Mason, he won the American Trials. He's also, I believe, a wrestler. I could be wrong. Sorry if I am. But I'll go with BB uh, Araujo. I'm moving forward there. I'm surprised Rustam make 88 kilos. That guy's yeah, normally a monster, Yeah, he moves around man. her weight all the time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> like he... You, I don't know, man. He's, he's, a, a, he's definitely one of those guys a, that's a dark horse. So he absolutely. can always go in there and just like yeah. ruin everybody's day. And then he's got... A, he's got Rustam's got John Blank... I think we're both going to go with Rustam on this one. And then underneath them, Santana and Keller Lock Sodi. <sighs> Santana. Yeah, yeah, I would think Santana there. And now uh, on the Rustam match, not to sleep on John Blank. He's a 10th Planet product, bigger guy for 10th Planet. Okay. Very, very good uh, grappler. He's a combat jiu-jitsu world champion. Okay. Uh, but he's got he's got good sweeping Rustam is gonna be it's gonna be tricky yeah. yeah but he's a good submission guy as well he's if got he a can couple pull of, something off yeah he's in a couple of my Kimura Trap highlights okay. John Blank is and he's got uh, a lot of good submissions so but again with Rustam it's so hard although yeah. recently he got caught by Zanji Armbar he got caught by the last Lovato, ACC, yeah. triangle so well it's it's a, he he's a typical wrestler he's yeah. not a submission artist like he's just one of those guys who'll get on top of you and you can't move him right yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you should say John Blank. Maybe he'll surprise Rustam. I'm going with Rustam because I know him. I've seen him. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah. I, I'm going to go with Rustam as well. I think the odds favor him. But like you said, I'm not going to be surprised if John's able to catch him. Okay. And, and then, then top right, Josh Hinger and Gabriel Almeida. I think Hinger. Josh. Yeah. Of course. And then we have Adam Mike Perez. and Mike Perez. I'm going to go with... I like them both. I, I'm going to go with Adam because like I, I've, Adam's been... I've been following Adam's career since he was a blue belt. He was been coming to my seminars in Poland. We have a lot of friends in common. I trained with him last time I was in Poland. He's on fire, man. Like, but Mike Perez is like a very difficult guy to beat just because of his yeah. style. Again, he's another so, guy who has a good tactical yeah. style. He's yeah. able to squeak out wins and be able to, maybe not the most exciting match, but at the end of the day, it's about the guy who gets his hand raised. Yeah, yes. and if you know how to do that, you know. If he, but like Adams are the best butterfly guard in the business. You know, and I play butterfly, and I'm telling yeah. you, Adam's got the best butterfly in the business. So it's a very, it's a game that translates really well. Nogi, you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. So moving forward, uh, Mateus Diniz and Pedro Marinho. I think Mateus all day. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then underneath them, Gabriel Arges and Alec Balding. Uh, Gabriel Arges. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then that brings us to the the quarterfinal matches: Craig Jones and uh, we said Araujo. Mm. I think Craig I Jones. think Craig's on that one. And then we have Rustam, Rustam and uh, Santana. More Santana. I'm going to go with, I think, Rustam, man. Actually, I hate those guys. Like, they're the hardest guys <laughs> to beat, in my opinion, man. Like, just the guys that just, you can't sweep them. You can't get underneath them. You know, um, but Murillo's Murillo, man. But I think Rustam, stylistically, might have an edge, you know. 
I'll go with Rustam as well. So I always love a good rushing going in there. Yeah. Throwing a monkey wrench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Hinger. And Adam. We uh, yeah. Adam or Mike Perez. Either, either one. But either. I'm going to go with uh, Josh regardless. Yeah. Uh, I think Josh is Josh definitely come out on top. favorite in the division. Um, and then the good matchup here with Mateus and uh, Arges. That one, I don't know who to... I'm going to lean towards Mateus, but I don't I, know. I, I'm going to lean towards Mateus just because yeah. he's got... When I think of ours, I always think of him like in guard. He's got he's a very good guard, but I think Matil's got good wrestling. And I know I keep saying this, but I truly believe that ADCC rules are very wrestling oriented. Yeah, you know they're standing oriented, especially the, when that when that when you get into overtime, you know, and you can't pull guard. Oh, you can. You're going to be penalized. So the the better wrestler is going to have the edge. Um, now we go to the 99 kilo division, and we have Gordon Ryan versus Ben Hodgkinson. That's a tough matchup for Gordon. For ben. Yeah. yeah, Gordon's on fire. You got to give it to him. Yeah. And then we have Tim Spriggs and Felipe Andrew, my boy. Yeah. I'm gonna go through. I like Tim. I like Tim. He's explosive. He's dangerous. But Felipe is ranked number three in the world, man. You guys know that? You know that? No. It goes Bushesh. I think the second is low in the gi, right? Felipe's number three, and in, in the world. So like, I don't. I, when people are like talking about inviting Felipe, I don't know. If she's like, what are you talking about? He's not even a question. He's more accomplished than half the bracket. Like, I actually, you know, like, what were you guys talking about? Not inviting Felipe? It's crazy. So I'm gonna go with Felipe, but Tim's legit, man. So it could. It's one of those like 51 49. I'm just being completely biased. Yeah, admittedly. I'm gonna do the same thing, but the other way. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm completely biased here. So I admit it. If Tim can pull off his train wreck, yeah. you know, it ruins anybody's day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he puts you on your head. Lucas Barboza and Pertu Tiponen. Probably murder that, but Lucas Barboza, I think, is one of the favorites in the division. Yeah, Agreed. I think the Hulk is definitely gonna be. The guy to, to beat here. Yeah. And then you have uh, Patrick Audio and, and Miraz as Avdoyan. I, I don't there know. I, no, I, that I sounds just, good. I say it fast. You sold it. You sold I, it. Yeah. I say it fast. People want to be impressed. I know, you know, you know, don't, but Patrick all day. Patrick, Patrick all day. And then mm-hmm. Vinny. With Dan Martinez. Vinny all day. Okay, Vinny for sure. And then Tex Johnson and versus James, James Popolo. That's a good Tex Matchup, Johnson all day. Yeah. I think they're the same camp because I think Tex Johnson is representing uh, Riberos. Oh, okay. And then James Popolo is Lovato's student, who's also Ribeiro. So oh, it's so not they, a coincidence that they're in the first round. Yeah, they're doing that to all, all brackets. Mm-hmm. And then Jackson, Susan, Paulo Jose. I don't know Paulo Jose. Maybe if I see him, I recognize him. But, yeah. So I'm going to go with Jackson. Likewise. And Vinicius Ferreira and Paul Ardila. Vinicius is legit, man. I know Vinicius. Very good top game, kind of like the Rustam kind of game. Okay, you know, probably more aggressive with the passing, but I don't know Paradella, so maybe you can comment. Now, unfortunately, I don't, I don't know who Paradella is either. So yeah. I think it's a recent invite. Like it was, I well, think the Keenan jumped out and then Paul jumped in. I think that's what happened. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, uh, so we got that. Then we go to the quarterfinal matches. We got Gordon, and then again, we're still disputing between Felipe or Tim. I think again it's another one of those I'm gonna, right there, I, Gordon. I, 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 I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm rooting for Felipe. Yeah. I think Gordon is a favorite. I would never call Felipe or Tim an underdog. Right. In terms like remember, Felipe is ranked number three in the world. Yeah. You can't call that guy an underdog against anyone. He could be Bushesh, and that would not be make him an underdog. He's number three in the world. You know, as per the IBJF rankings. So, but I think Gordon is a favorite. You I, know, I agree. I, think that, that I want, is, I want him to, to win, of course. But yeah. you know, Gordon is definitely the favorite here, yeah. just by. His reputation. But, you know, Philippe's got vicious footlocks. If Gordon gets funding with those footlocks, careful, man. Like, he's, I, I, Philippe's got the best straight footlocks in the game. 
in a straight footlock, it's not oh, I'm going to get out. You can't get out of a straight footlock if it's on. You cannot tap, but it's yeah. one of those things like getting out is a very, very difficult thing yeah, to do. Yeah, it's much trickier, yeah. Yes, so. And then we have the Hulk with uh, Gaudio. Gaudio. I'm going to go with Gaudio on that one. I think he's a better wrestler, even though Lucas' wrestling really impressed me at the Nogi Grand Prix. You tell me, Dave. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to lean on the Hulk just okay. from that recent performance. And then uh, we have, I think, Vinny. He's going to come out on top uh, against Tex. The thing is, you can't footlock Vinny. It's such an advantage. Like yeah. you know, Vinny is like born with those like crazy <laughs> joints. Like You can't armbar him. You can't footlock him. <laughs> Can't you know? So he's a hard guy. You have to basically outposition him yeah, or choke him, which is yeah. hard to do because he's only been uh, submitted once as a black belt, I believe, and that was by Roger Gracie, which is not really a knock. <laughs> Surprise! If you don't get submitted by Roger <laughs> exactly. Gracie, that's what's surprising. Yeah. All right, and then Jackson and I were gonna go he with said Vinicius. Yeah, I, I said Vinicius, yeah. but like you know, I would uh, go with you because I don't. I, don't I actually, I'm gonna go with. I like Jackson; he's a good friend of mine. But I'm gonna go with Vinicius on this one stylistically. It's a bad matchup for Jackson. Mm, okay. yeah. If they, if that match ends up happening, right, I'm gonna go with uh, Vinicius. Okay, so then we got we got Gordon. Uh, I mean, we're just being between Hulk and yeah, Daniel and then Vinny, yes, and then uh, again Vinicius. Our Vinicius over Jackson, yes. All right, the final men's division, the 99 kilo plus, we got Buchecha with Antonio Bragandetto. So, Buchecha, all day, favorite of the bracket, fair yeah. to say. But again, a lot of good guys here, man. Let's, I, Antonio Bragandetto, from my, I fought him twice at the last time I competed at IBJF Worlds. Like, he's, you know, a little bit younger than me, I think. But, like, he's just not, he has been in the competition circuit. The last, like, you know, five, ten years, whatever, yeah. right? So, Marcos Almeida is, to me, the most impressive guy to watch in BJJ because every single time you think this guy is going to lose, he does something completely unexpected and pulls off the win with, like, ten seconds left. Yeah. He, and he does it over and over and over. So, Bushish all day. I agree. And then we have Jared Dopp and Victor Hugo. I'm going to go with Jared, better wrestler. I saw Vic- Victor is a big kid out of the Riberos, uh, I believe. Maybe I'm misquoting. Was in the Grand Prix, but Jared's got better wrestling, so I think Vitor actually plays guard, so he's probably going to pull guard on Jared. Um, Yuri versus Elliot Marshall. I like Elliot, good friend. I just, you know, Yuri is top four in the, the whole bracket, so and twice ADCC champion. Yeah, he's actually going for a record to win a third. In three different divisions. Three different divisions. He's up to, to break win a record. A champion. So this is again we were talking about. We we, we kind of yeah. forgot about, it, but this is again the most talented division in terms of rankings because you have four returning champions yes with Buchecha, Yuri, um, Cyborg and Big O Orlando yeah. Sanchez so and they've been placed in the opposite corners of the bracket yeah. I think rightly so yeah they, I they, agree they, there's going to be some very interesting uh, semi-final matches I think but yeah I agree with Yuri uh, winning that one against Marshall and then I think it's Kenya Duarte and Elder Rafigaev. I am going to go with Kainan just yeah. out of experience and like how well Kainan has been doing recently. Yes. But it's um, it's not his division. I have no idea what he's doing. The 99. Nine, he's, he's definitely division below. Yeah. So he's probably the lightest guy in the whole division. Uh, Orlando Sanchez versus Mateusz Juskowiak. I'm going to go with, he's Polish, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> based off the name. And, but Orlando is, man, Orlando's up there with Bushish in this division, if you ask me. Yeah, he's like a hard guy to beat. Yeah. I think he's 
the closest version of the juggernaut from yes, the comic books yes. that we can get here. The human version, 100%. Like, that should be his nickname, yeah. And then they have Nick Rodriguez with uh, mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali. And this is a very interesting matchup because you have two guys who have very good stand-up games. But from different stylings. Muhammad is more of a judo yes. stylist. And then you have Nick Rodriguez who's coming from that wrestling. Uh, I'm going to go with Muhammad Ali based off the experience. You know, Nick's very young and he just got into the, the circuit. did really well at the trials. But there's a big difference between trials and the actual thing, right? Yeah. But, you know, because it's stand-up, it's a stand-up match, it could go either way. Yeah. I'm just leaning towards Muhammad based off the experience. Yeah, and Muhammad... Well, both of these guys look like superheroes. Yeah. They're completely jacked out of their mind. Yes. <laughs> so, I saw Muhammad Ali downstairs a few yeah, minutes ago. Yeah, he's 261, I think they said. 261? And, he, and he's shredded. You know, so it's, oh, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Why I'm never going to do another scary for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so what I like about this, though, the winner of that is going to face Big O, most likely. And that's going to be a... a you can't take Big O down. Yeah, well, that would be the question. He's already on the ground. Like, yeah. how do you... <laughs> How do you take down a Volkswagen and Beetle? Is you know, super you athletes take down Orlando Santos. That would be interesting. And then on the bottom of the bracket, we have Cyborg with Hudson Taylor. I Cyborg, think Cyborg, fair enough. And then Max Jimenez with John Hansen. I know Max. Max is legit. Max. Max is, I'm going to go with Max on that one. And then the quarterfinals, uh, we have Bouchesha with Jared Dopp. I think Bouchesha. And we have Yuri Simos and Canyon. Uh, Yuri. Yeah, I think Yuri as well. And then we have Orlando Sanchez with the winner between oh, Nick or Mohamed or Mohamed. I, I think Big O is still... I'm going, yeah, I'm going with Big O all the win, the finals with Big Bouchesha, for man. The win, yeah. yeah. And then Cyborg, I think, is going to take the bottom of the bracket. So if we're I calling agree. it... We're playing it safe, conservative. Yes, in the, yes. All the champions are going to make it to the semis. But chances are we're wrong. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> chances are there's going to be somebody that gets out. All right, and now finally, we'll finish with the women's, and we're only going to talk about the first matchup because the women's will do the it's, final It's two. a smaller bracket, yes. It's an eight-woman division. And we have Bia Mesquita with Jenna Bishop. Um, I know um, I know Jenna followed her in tournaments or um, commentated with her husband before, Tyler. Um, she's one of the you know better up-and-coming American female grapplers out there, no doubt. But I think it's fair to say B is the favorite to win the whole division. Yeah. Like she's eight times world champion, the black belt level, I believe. I think it's like seven or eight. Yeah, she's it's ridiculous, man. Records, yeah. So B, I think it's fair that she's the favorite for this fight. I think B for sure. And, and then, then uh, we have Fiona Davies with uh, Fiona Davies with Rikako Yuasa. Yuasa, yeah. Fiona Davies. I'm gonna go with yeah, her. But Rikako's legit. It. I've seen Rikako. I, I mean, she's a very, very skilled competitor. But Fiona Davies, I think it's fair to say she's the favorite. Bianca Bazida, they misspelled her name. I know that much. Okay. Bianca's like, <laughs> she has that open guard kind of style versus Livia Giles. I know Livia way back in the day when she was training under Chiago, a good friend of mine in Australia. I'm going to go with Bianca of the experience, but again, her style is not very ADCC you know, friendly. But this is not her, her first go around, though. I believe she was in last year's or the 2017 as well. Like, I think she was uh, the one that. I believe so. She's yeah. the one that I believe that beat Avira in the the semis. Could be. And that it was a very close matchup. So, yeah, I would think Bianca would still do well here. And then on the bottom of the bracket, we have Avira Carp. I don't know how to say it. Kapinen. Carpinen. Yeah. And then Catherine Perret. And, uh, I don't know Elvira, but I know Catherine well. She's got a checkmate camp, very solid camp, very very experienced as well. So I'm going to lean towards Catherine on that one. Yeah. I'm going to go with yeah. Elvira just from the 
She, I, we had misspoke last time. She, she was the one that beat uh, Mackenzie Dern in okay. 2017. Oh wow! So she was the upset because she okay. was placed bottom of the seat. So she ended up beating. Is she Finnish? She's Finnish. Yes. Yeah. And uh, she's a 10th Planet product. Okay. And uh, on the lineup today, she was actually the biggest woman there. So okay. She, I think she's got some size to her advantage. In the 60 kilo, the below 60 kilo division, she was the biggest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. From what I seen, Bia, I think it might have been close. Uh, at least tallest yeah. <laughs> but I think it'll be a good uh, matchup there so we have that and then that finishes up the under 60 and then the final division we're talking about 60 plus we have Gabby Garcia with Stephanie Egger Stephanie how do I know Stephanie I don't think I know Stephanie no. I think it's Stephanie oh no no, no that's someone else yeah I'm not sure alright so Gabby all the way yeah, no. I think Skip, and then uh, um, no, no, I'm not putting Stephanie down. She's like Gabby's, like she's a monster, man. Yeah, like, I'll just you, be like this: you... Gabby versus anybody. It is anybody. You know, <laughs> put her in the men's division. Yeah, She'll exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right, Amanda Levy, Anna Carolina Vieira. Anna's way too light for that division, but I love Anna. She's such a sweetheart, man. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm rooting for for Vieira here. Yeah, me too. But it's just very tiny for that division. Yeah, she, the other yeah, girl she was definitely the smallest one there. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely the smallest one there. And then on the top, you have Tiana Porfirio. Uh, there you go. <laughs> She's big. She's bigger than Gabby. Yeah. And Jessica Flowers. I Tiani is Tiani's plays guard. Believe it or not, she's bigger than Gabby, but yeah. she'll pull guard and play guard. I've seen her. She's legit. Uh, I believe they said yeah. actually Jessica Flowers has a win over Gabby recently. There we go. So that's yeah. that's an interesting matchup. Then I got no. Yeah. I mean, you could. I don't know Jessica Flowers too well. I know Tayani, and she's actually very technical for her size, surprisingly. Yeah. And then the final matchup: Natalia De Jesus and Karina okay. Santi. I'm gonna go. is favorite in the bracket. I'm gonna go like the top three in the bracket: is Gabby, Tayani, and Natalia Jesus. Natalia is like tall and like like yeah. lean. But very dynamic guard, very skilled competitor, very experienced. She comes back in the day from the Cicero Costa camp. A lot of good people came out of that camp. I don't know Karina, to be honest, so I'm just going to go with her. But Natiel is a very, very skilled competitor. I agree. All right. Well, then uh, that wraps up all the predictions we have for day one. What do you guys think? That we have it right, wrong? <laughs> you know what? I think that we'll be right about like maybe... 60-70% of the time. And then it's going to be like 30-40. we're just, over 70%, man, we're do, I think we're doing pretty good. we start betting, Dave. That's what we got to do. <laughs> oh, no, <don't. laughs> That's when you get in trouble. Yeah. All right, guys. I hope you've uh, enjoyed our reviews here. Let us know your thoughts and if you, if, uh, your opinions on our predictions. And uh, tune in for tomorrow. We'll go over what happens yes. after day one. This is the aftermath. Right. See you guys next time. Ciao.